I'd like to welcome everybody this morning. I'm sure everybody realizes uh, most of our Sunday schools at church camp or I guess are on the, on the road back, so pray for them, remember them. We were able to be there uh, Friday night and last night and had some just great services and uh, the Lord really moved and blessed us and uh, I hope uh, I hope they can they can come and uh, everybody still have their hearts right and we can have another good meeting this morning but uh, just uh, you know remember there's a lot of a lot of kids that moved and I hope they can uh, you know come share what the Lord did for them this morning and the church can rejoice in that this morning but uh, we're going to ask uh, Dad to dismiss this Sunday school. We appreciate being in the Lord's house, and uh, we appreciate the people that are here. I, I know a lot of a lot of people down church camp, and uh, uh, we miss them. But uh, we got a we got a, a good lesson this morning. If the Lord let us get into it, <clears throat> and uh, we're in the first chapter of the book of Romans. And uh, uh, Paul wrote this letter to the Roman church, or the church that was at Rome. And uh, I was reading, I was reading uh, some of the commentary in our Sunday school quarterly, and uh, and it's it's based on some of it's based on history, but. Uh, at one time, the the Jews and that uh, that were in Rome, and the and the Christian church that was in Rome, wasn't getting along very good. And they they somebody in the bunch I don't know how it was doing was stirring up a lot of trouble, and the the guy that was emperor of Rome kicked all of them out of Rome, just told them to leave, and. Uh, then after he died, they they come back, but and and supposedly this was written after after they come back, and uh, uh, so the eighth verse said, first I thank my God through Jesus Christ for you all that your faith is spoken of throughout the whole world, and. Uh, 
if a church, if a church's faith is not, and, and love is not well spoken of in the whole world, I'm talking about the people that knows, knows you, then we're not doing our job. Uh, the church was put here to be a light to the world and to get the gospel, and, and this is about the gospel this morning, this lesson, but to get the gospel out to everybody that's lost. He, he, told, he told his disciples, and, that, and by telling them it was written in the book, and it tells us, go into all the world and preach the gospel. In other words, now we can't, we can't go to everybody. I can't, I can't get to everybody, and I'm not a preacher anyway, but, but I've got my part in it. We've got some real good preachers in this church, and we've all got our part in, in their work. And actually, if you want to, if you want to, uh, I probably ought to say it different, in our work, because it's, it's as much my responsibility to get the gospel to the lost as it is Terry Brock's. Now, I know I can't preach, but I can back him up when he preaches, and I can, uh, if you remember, Israel was in a battle one time, and Moses was up on the hill, and uh, uh, as long as he held his hands up, they won the battle. They, they was getting the upper hand. But he, if his arms got tired and they started coming down, they started losing the battle. And uh, uh, a couple of the guys, Joshua and, and might have been Joshua and Caleb, I'm not sure, but it, I know Joshua was one of them. They got on each side of him and held his arms up. And, and Israel won the battle. And it's our job when our, I don't care what's going on in church. It's my job if, if, if people are trying out of their heart to move right in the spirit, it's my job to back that up. And uh, a lot of times, if I'm not careful, I'm sitting sitting there in my mind somewhere else or uh, on something else and, and ain't really paying the attention that I need to to what's going on in the service. So I'm not doing my job. And uh, so we need, to, we need to back up everything that's going on in church if it's, if it's being done right. I've seen some things go on in church that shouldn't have. And, I, and you shouldn't back that up. Actually, if something's going on in church that shouldn't be, it ought to be walked out the door. But that's beside the point. We get, uh, but said first, he said, first, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for you all that your faith is spoken of throughout the whole world. And uh, if I, uh, I heard a story one time. I've told this before. Everybody probably got it down by heart, but uh, there was a, a church somewhere, and I don't even—I don't remember how the story goes. But uh, the church house caught on fire, and the guy—there was a guy who lived right across the road from it, and of course he's—he's he's the first one got there, got there with a bucket throwing water on the fire, and uh, somebody asked him later. Said, 
you ain't never been to this church in your life. Said, how come you wanted to, you was here first? Or how come you're over here now? He said, well, the church ain't never been on fire before. And uh, so if, 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 if we're full of spirit and full of faith and full of love, people will notice that. Did you ever notice when, uh, when we have a real good revival? Now, I'm talking when, when the church gets way up on the mountain. Have a real good revival, the crowds start getting bigger. If a church, whether we're having a, a revival meeting or not, if the church starts doing good and you're having hallelujah meetings all the time, people show up. They come to, they come to check out what's going on. They hear, about, they hear about what's going on and come to find out. And, uh, uh, and, and people get saved that way. And that's, that's, that's why we're here. So we, we do the very best that we can. Uh, James, I got it wrote down here somewhere. Uh, in, the, in the second chapter of the book of James, he said, Yea, a man may say, Thou hast faith, and I have works. Shew me thy faith without thy works, and I'll show you. I'll show you my faith by my works. So, we if we've got faith. If we've got faith, the Bible said if we had faith as a grain of mustard seed, we could say to this mountain, "Be thou removed and cast into the sea," and it'd be done. So, we need to use the faith that God's give us and. He delivered, he delivered to every man. And I'm, I, that's, that's people that's, that's lost too, that didn't accept it. He, deli he delivered or, or has it planned to do so to every man the measure of faith. He's going he's to send the gospel to every, every, every human being and let them know Give them enough faith that they can get saved if they want to. He don't force nobody. He don't twist nobody's arm. And if if people if people choose to reject him, that's their choice. But it's it's freely offered and freely given if people accept it. So we got to show show people our faith by our works. If if uh, uh, when when we're able, and this is just a a minor uh, well, it ain't minor, but this is just a simple thing, I guess. But if we're able, we need to be at church when it's church time, and uh, that. Uh, if if people, it always bugged me. It probably shouldn't. I probably ought to pray for them and, and and not get upset about it. But it always bugged me. You got people that come to church maybe once a month, or and and I want them to come whenever they can anyway. But come once a month or every two months or something. And, Go around the handshake singing, oh, how I love Jesus. 
and or whatever. And uh, uh, if if people love if people love the Lord like they ought to, like they say they do, they'd make a little more effort to be at God's house when it was church time. That's my opinion. If they're able. Now, I, I know there's people that ain't able. But uh, if, we're, if we're able, Jesus, and I mentioned this last week, I believe, but we, we owe everything we are or ever will be to him. Yeah. Yeah, and without faith, it's impossible to please God. They that, not, they that come to him, this is in the, I think, 11th chapter of Hebrews. They that come to him must believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Now, we use that most of the time. We'll use that talking about the lost, and it, and it fits. But it also fits me. I ought to be diligently seeking the Lord Every day of my life, trying to get in contact with him, trying to pray, trying to find out what he wants me to do, how, if, if he's got anything he wants me to do or whatever. And most of the time, most of the time, if I'm not careful, I'll pray for a church service and I kind of, I just about leave me out. I'm praying for everybody else and just about leave me in the background. Uh, we ought to ever one do like Isaiah said, did, said, Jeremiah, Lord, send me. And, uh, and we fail right there a lot. Probably all of us do, but I know I do. But if we've got the faith as a grain of mustard seed, we can, we can do whatever God wants us to do. Anybody else got anything? For God is my witness, whom I serve with my spirit in the gospel of his Son, that without ceasing I make mention of you always in my prayers. And uh, it, it always tickles me. It, I don't know if that's the right way to say it, but it, it makes me happy, I guess, or, uh, to hear about a church somewhere doing good. People getting saved and, and them being on top of the mountain, whatever, however you want to say it, it always it always made me happy for them, and it's always good news if you hear about somebody getting saved. And uh, so we, if and, and well, I was I was here at church one time. Not I, I tell my experiences so much everybody knows them, but. Uh, probably over on Albert Street. I don't remember. It's been a long time ago. But I was sitting on the front bench and, and dry, didn't have a thing. Wasn't feeling the Lord. And I was trying to pray and wasn't getting nowhere. Try, I, I was trying to pray for God to uh, let me feel His Spirit and let me get in the service and whatever. I don't remember exactly what I was saying, but it was on that order. And finally, I wasn't getting nowhere like that. I said, well, Lord, if you can't bless me, bless the church. And when I got my heart there where I was 
got away from being selfish, I guess. God blessed me. And uh, so it's, it's our job to uphold one another like I was talking about Caleb and Joshua, I guess it was them, was holding up Moses' hand. It's our job to uphold our brethren, every one of them, whatever they're doing. When the choir gets up to sing, and we got a, we got a great bunch of people, good singers, and uh, but when they get up to sing, sometimes sometimes they get up and they're right up on top of the mountain. Seem like right from the start. And then there's other times it's not it's not quite so high. They need they need the rest of us to pray for them a little harder. And uh, we get a if if we'd ever won. The Bible said, and this goes right with this, when two or three gather in my name, there am I in the midst of them. So if, if I come to church in the name of the Lord, I'm coming, I'm coming to worship God, and that's coming from down in here, then I'm going to, get, I'm going to have a good service, whether anybody else does or not. But if we all come like with that same attitude in the name of the Lord, we're going to have a hallelujah meeting, and, and it won't be any effort for the people to sing or for us to pray for them. And uh, uh, it, it's an easy thing, and I, I hope everybody understands what I'm saying because sometimes our jobs ain't, ain't that easy. But it's an easy thing to work for God when we can get our heart humble and let Him use us. The hardest time I have trying to do anything for God is getting this thing right here out of my way. And I think everybody here understands that. We're, uh, we have a, a battle between the flesh and the spirit. So I think, he said, I thank God always. Making request, if by any means, now at length, I might have a prosperous journey by the will of God to come unto you. Paul wanted to go to Rome, and the way it sounds, he kind of got hindered a little bit, had to go someplace else a few times instead of going to Rome. And, uh, Paul was a busy man. He preached, I don't know how many churches he, he set up or, or was instrumental in setting up. God done the work, but he used Paul to do it. And uh, so he, he was going all over the place preaching, and he had a desire, according to this, to go to Rome. And if you read, there's a verse on down in this lesson. Said I, I've desired to come, and more or less I can't quote it. Help you that you might be established. Now, he wasn't saying he already said there was a good church there, and he thanked God for their faith. It wasn't. It wasn't that they were lacking. It's just they they needed a little more teaching. 
I suppose that's what he was saying. I don't, I'm not sure about that, but uh, when, when people, well, I can remember when I first got saved, and shortly thereafter, I, I'd talk to anybody I could find about the Bible and about church. And uh, I, I remember a bunch of times being talk, talking to somebody, and I'd come out with some, some opinion on a scripture, and they'd set me right because I, I had the wrong idea. And, and I probably still do some in here. No. I can remember even when I was a kid, and a lot of us does, I'm sure. We walked a mile to church and a mile back, you know, to go to church. And after dark, too, and a lot, you know, on Sunday nights or something. But he didn't have them things, luxuries that we have today, and still people are not able to come to church, you know, things like that. Yeah. Uh, my grandpa was a was a deacon down at Fuson Chapel Church for years. And uh, I've heard it said now, this this was before my time, but uh, I've heard it said that for a long time, he'd, he'd quit, he had a farm, he worked a farm, he, he'd get up about church time, he'd quit what he was doing, and he'd he carried a possum lantern, they said, and he'd, you'd see him coming to church with his lantern, and he was the only adult there. Bunch of, bunch of young people come, and he'd, he'd try to sing a song, and he couldn't sing, from what I've heard. I, don't, I never did hear him try to sing, but uh, he'd, he'd try to sing a song. He'd have prayer, and, and uh, they'd, have, they'd have like a, maybe a prayer service, and they'd done that for years, the way I, way I hear the story. And finally, things got worked out better. But uh, and uh, I know Siegel, Siegel said when he was young and wild, said he he hated him. Said he'd get on them kids if they if they was getting rowdy around church, he'd get all over them. But he said when. He said, when I got saved, he's the first guy I wanted to tell. And uh, so uh, if, if, you, if you do your job, even if you're the only one, and sometimes Paul stood by himself, and if you're, if you're the only one, and sometimes, sometimes the devil will make you think that, but if, if you're the only one, if you do your job, by the grace of God, humble your heart, it'll, it'll bring forth fruit somewhere. And uh, if, for not, if for no other reason, there's been, been things that I've had to do before that I didn't really, in the flesh, didn't really care whether I'd done them or not. But God blessed me for doing them. Now, I don't know if it helped anybody else or not, but it did me. And uh, I remember one time, and this has happened more than once, but 
I, I remember one time we had a Sunday school lesson, and it was it was on the 23rd Psalm, which real real familiar scripture. The Lord is my shepherd, and uh, I I opened the book to see where the lesson was at, and I read it, and the Lord filled my cup up and run it over. I mean, He blessed me real good just reading that, and I could I could quote most of it by heart. I, and I I thought, well, we ought to have a good Sunday school lesson Sunday then. Now, I got up here Sunday and stammered around like I do sometimes and didn't get in, into nothing. So God, God blessed me because I needed it and uh, didn't bless me in Sunday school because I didn't get my heart where it ought to be, I guess. But, uh, but God knows what we need, and he'll give it to us if our heart's where it ought to be. Anybody got anything? And uh, uh, there's a song, I don't know it, but it's something about the, the, harder, the harder the battle, the sweeter the victory. And uh, the more struggle you have trying to do your job for God, the, the bigger blessing he's going to give you for it. He knows, he knows our struggles. And he knows if we have a hard time getting to church. And he knows if we have a hard time just getting up and doing our job, whatever it is. And the harder time we have, the greater blessing he's going to give us for doing it. I've, uh, Bill Neal, for one, used to sit over here every once in a while. He'd get up and testify, or try to. And he couldn't hardly get a word out for blubbering. But it blessed the whole church. And uh, so God, God will bless you for doing your job. And whatever, if, if we can't do nothing but blubber, maybe that's what God wants us to do. And if it blesses the church, I guarantee you that's what God wants done. So we need to Follow God. For I long to see you that I may impart unto you some spiritual gift to the end you may be established. And uh, it's, it's always been my desire and uh, in, trying to, in trying to teach Sunday school, I know I'm not a real good teacher. I seem like I get up here and stammer around sometimes and can't say what I want, want to say. But it's always been my desire to be a help to people if the Lord will let me and uh, or be a help to the church. And, and never, 
never getting away. So we, uh, if we can, now Paul was a great man and had a lot of understanding and knowledge and, and, and I don't have a lot of that. A uh, little bit maybe that God's given me over the years, but uh, we need to, we need to use what God's give us to help others. That's, that's why he gives it to us. And uh, whether if he just gives me a little bit, then, then I, just, I just hand off a little bit if I can. That's, that's what we're supposed to do. And uh, some people he gives a whole lot, and, and they can do a great big job, and, and, and I'm, I'm tickled to death if they can. If Blaine gets up here and teaches Sunday school and does good, I'm tickled to death. I, I couldn't be jealous in church if I wanted to be. And, and I told somebody a while back, I'd give him this job if he'd take it. But, uh, but I, I love it when, when somebody else does good. I'd rather, I'd rather any time, and I, everybody here understands this, I guess, but I'd rather any time sit right there on that bench and listen to somebody else. Because I figure they could do a better job than I do, but that's, that's beside the point. If God, wants, if God wants me to do something, then he wants me to do it. If he wants you to do something, he wants you to do it. And it ain't because you're the maybe the... We're the best at whatever we're doing. It's because God wants us to do it. And the thing of it is, there's people, there's people that you can reach, that you can be an influence on, that I never will meet in my life, that I don't know. So God uses each one of us in our own separate area in, in order to influence people Maybe try to get them to come to church. Or just tell them about, be ready. The Bible said, be ready always to give an answer to any man that asketh thee a reason of the hope that's in you. Let them know, let people know why you come to church. And uh, if we're coming for the right reason, we're coming because we love Jesus. Paul said, what shall I render unto the Lord for all his benefits? And he said, I'll take the cup of salvation and I'll pay my vows now in the presence of all his people. And uh, if, we're coming, if we're coming because we love Jesus, we've got the right attitude and we'll help somebody. This says that I may be comforted together with you by the mutual faith, both of you and me. So Paul said, I'm, I'd, like to, I'd like to be able to help you. And he said, now, that I might be comforted. So he's going to, he, if he can help somebody, it's going to be a blessing to him. If you can help somebody, it's going to be a blessing to you. If, and everybody here has been saved a long time probably uh, and understands this, but 
any time that God will allow you to do something for him. The joy that comes down in here is, is beyond words. The Bible says joy unspeakable and full of glory. He'll bless you beyond, beyond words, beyond measure. It's beyond telling. And uh, it, it's a great privilege. It's a great privilege to be able to humble your heart and, and do something for Jesus. Never will compare to what he what he done for us. Now I would not have you ignorant, brethren, that oftentimes I purposed to come unto you, but was let hitherto, that I might have some fruit among you also, even as among other Gentiles. And and God God knew what God knows what every one of us needs to do from one day to the next. And uh, I believe, and I say this regular, I believe that God puts every one of us in the jobs we're in or in the, the schools we go to, wherever we're at, I believe God puts us in that position because there's somebody there that needs to see the light out of us. And that's why, that's why he's got us all scattered around different places so that we can be a light to people. Let them, know, let them know we've been saved, that we go to Lima Missionary Baptist Church and, and would love to have them come to church here. And if we, can, if we can get them in the church house, God can reach them and will. That don't mean they'll get saved every time, but some of them will. So Paul, Paul had to go different ways because God sent him. And if God tells us to go somewhere else, then we got to get up and go. But I thought about that back several years ago. Uh, I worked, I worked as a pure coach in Lima, and uh, that's been a long time. And in 1981, I believe, they shut down. And uh, I was off work about a year and a half, I think. And uh, we, we actually thought about leaving here, going somewhere else, try to find work. But I never could feel comfortable about doing that. And... Uh, Finally, God, God blessed us with a good job and uh, blessed us. We got by. And, uh, but I never did feel like leaving this church. Now, God could have directed us otherwise. I know some people, some people's done that, had to go somewhere else. And if God, if God wants you to do that, that's a thing to do. If he don't, I was, and I thought of this, this church ordained, ordained me as a deacon way back in 65, I think, me and Bill. And uh, 
And I've thought ever since then, I have, and, and I, I had a responsibility to this church even before that. I was a member of this church, so I had a responsibility to it. After I was ordained, I felt even more of a responsibility to this church. And they ordained me to be a deacon in this church. And God would have to really put it on me before I'd move anywhere else. And uh, so that's just my thought. Anybody got anything? I am debtor both to the Greeks and to the barbarians, both to the wise and to the unwise. In other words, God, God gave Paul a job to do and he gave us a job to do and we can't pick and choose. God does the picking and choosing. And he, he said it was to whosoever will. So we can't, we can't eliminate somebody because we don't like them or we can't not invite somebody to church because they're not in our circle of friends or whatever. Uh, but the, the gospel is, and the Bible said, that the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men. Now, some of them, some of them people ain't never ain't been born yet. But it said it hath, which is past tense, appeared to all men. So God's got it fixed from before the foundation of the world. He's got a time in every man's life that he's going to reach them. And I don't understand all about that. That's, that's God's work. But he's, he's going to reach every person. Let them know that they need Jesus. And if they'll accept that, they can get saved. If they reject it, they can't. So as much as in me is, I'm ready to preach the gospel to you that are at Rome also. And uh, so it's our job, our job to try to get the gospel across to ever, the Bible said, ever creature. And uh, for I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God through faith unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. And uh, I, re I, I remember well and, and there's a lot of things. I, I've, I've met people before. I guess the easiest way to say it. I've met people before that I went to school with or worked with somewhere. And I didn't know them from Adam. They called me by my name. And I, I didn't remember them. But now that, that I got saved when I was 15 years old and... Uh, the preacher preached out of the out of Matthew where he said, Whom do men say that I the Son of Man am? And they said some one prophet and one and another and Jeremiah or, or whoever or John the Baptist come back from the dead or whatever. And uh, he said, But whom say ye that I am? And Peter said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And that's what the preacher preached on that morning. And God put that down in here, and it tore me up. 
And I come and I make a long story short, I come and got saved. And that bad feeling that was in here, it went somewhere because it ain't never been there again. And, uh, and God's blessed me beyond measure every day of my life. Even, I'm, I'm going to run out of time, even in the bad times when I've been wrong, God, God let me know I was wrong, and that's one of the greatest blessings that God can give you. Let you know when you're wrong so you can fix it up and get it right. He, he don't want us to be wrong, but he, he knows that we're going to be sometimes. And he's got the help that we need. When we get wrong, he can straighten us out. I'm not ashamed of the gospel. It was the gospel that reached me that morning. And it's the gospel that blesses the church when the preacher gets up and preaches. Uh, I, I, love, I love that song they sang in the choir about the old story never grows old. How many years, most of us here has been here a long time. How many years we've been listening to the preacher get up and preach the same old story over and over and over and over, and it's a blessing every time. And sometimes you can sit down at home and open your Bible up and read something that you could recite from memory, and God bless you, fill your cup up and run it over, give you just a little thought on it you didn't have before. And uh, so... This, this story don't grow old. And the reason it don't is because of the spirit that's in it. I, uh, when I was young, I, liked, I, I used to read a lot of books, and, but I never did want to read the same book twice. But I couldn't tell you. I don't, I don't, I've read this one through one time, just reading straight through it. But... Some of, the, some of the parts of this Bible I've read hundreds of times. And they're still just as new to me today as they was the first time I read them. And uh, we don't always get everything we need out of them every time. But if I, if whatever, whatever I need is in that book. And, and when I need it, God delivers it. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. So the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. James said, show, you, show me your faith without, without your works, and I'll show you my faith by my works. So we, we keep coming to church, keep doing our little part, singing our song or 